This is the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast with Rachel Spencer. Listen in each week for tips on ways to win media coverage and create content to make sure your pet business stands out from the competition. Hi, and thanks so much for tuning into this episode of the podcast, where I'm chatting to Michelle Burgess from Scruffy Little Terrier, all about how she went from leaving her job in the city due to health reasons, to setting up a pet blog, to growing that pet blog into a really successful pet brand for terriers and terrier lovers. So on Michelle's website, scruffylittleterrier.com, she sells awesome products um, for terrier owners from like hoodies to things to go in the home like mugs and cushions and all kinds of lovely things she also has awesome treats and goodies for terriers as well and all dogs of all shapes and sizes but her main focus is terriers so you can probably see why we get on so well in this episode she's talking about how she overcame many many um, hurdles that were put in her way to launch her brand and to make a success of it. She talks about how media coverage has really helped her grow her business and help her helped her make more sales and also helped her grow her confidence as well. And she talks about what to do if you have a blog and you want to turn it into something more um, and she has loads of really helpful practical advice. So I hope you enjoy this episode, um, listening to it as much as I did enjoy recording it and now on for the main part of the show and the interview with Michelle. So I'm really excited to have Michelle from Scruffy Little Terrier on the show today. And I'm really, really excited because I've known Michelle for coming up to five years now from when I first started with a blog. And Michelle also had a blog and she's gone from having a blog to having an amazing brand and hence the title of this podcast, How to Go from Blog to Brand. So thanks so much for joining me on the show, Michelle. It's brilliant to have you here. Thanks, Rachel. I'm so excited and a little bit nervous to be here too. Oh my gosh, don't be nervous at all. So I know obviously what you do inside out, upside down, but can you tell us a little bit about you and your business? Yes, of course. Yeah. So I um, I started my blog in 2014 and um, that was basically about six months after um, we rehomed Barney from Battersea Dogs Home when he was an 11 week old puppy. Um, and um, the reason that we were able to get Barney, um, to rehome Barney, was because I had been signed off from work back in 2013 with um, a condition called um, ME, um, or chronic fatigue syndrome, as a lot of people know it. Um, I was signed off in June 2013 and then basically didn't go back ever again to my role as a um executive PA in um a bank in the city of London um which was a really full-on role and there was no way that I could have gone back into that role um and do that job again um, with all the symptoms that I had with the ME and as I had since I'd known my husband <laughs> been saying can we get a dog one day can we get a dog one day when can we get a dog oh, I really want a dog <laughs> um constantly uh and uh I think he after about six months and my symptoms were really really um bad he sensed that I was quite lonely um felt very isolated because I couldn't go out I couldn't really do very much and so he said shall we get a puppy 
and um, yeah, so that's uh, so we so we rehomed Barney, um, and then I started thinking about writing because I really love reading and writing and words and everything, and I think I thought about writing a blog about Barney. So that's kind of love how it. it all started just to give me something to do that wasn't any sort of pressure and just to take my mind off of the symptoms and um, sort of find my voice again because you know when you've lost something that you've done since you were 19 years old it's a real shock on top of having a condition as well that you're trying to deal with so yeah so that's how Aww. the blog started. So um I love your story and I love that obviously you went through a really rough time with being having ME and having to leave your old life behind but I love that you've turned it into something positive and that's one of the many reasons why you know I've really enjoyed working with you because I know when we talk like you know you've been through my program like and you've been in my world now for like two years working with me as a client and one of the reasons why sharing stories in the press is really important is because you want to you want to show that there are alternative happy endings so if you know we've got like yourself with your ME diagnosis but and you did a brilliant story with I remember doing something with Insider um, which is a big business website and you talked about how you had it was part you were part of a big feature weren't you having the diagnosis yeah. but actually it led to you fulfilling a dream and that's really when you know obviously getting in the press is great because people learn about you but it's also like for me it's about inspiring people and showing people who are going through something like you were at that time back in 2013 when you were in a really low place so actually life can be good and and you know these these hurdles that are thrown at us or put in front of us even can turn into something brilliant can't they and that's what I love about your story and I love about like all the stuff that you do so I know your story really well because like we've been around each other for five years and I'm like I'm going to share this I was umming and iron about sharing this but I will do because I think it's quite funny but and also a reflection on what I was like five years ago but I remember when we were on the first call together with Katie Toby Grindley and Katie um, who you if you're listening, you'll probably know she used to specialise in working with pet businesses, but now she does social media for all kinds of businesses. Um, she's a social media coach. But anyway, five years ago, I met Michelle and we were on this call. It was like a forward planning call with Katie. And I remember looking and, she, and I think Katie had said, oh, Michelle from Scuffy Little Terry is going to be on there. And I just, I was, I think I just started my pet blog. And I was like, oh my God, Michelle, like she's got a blog and she's got a terrier and she's going to hate me. She's going to think like, I'm like some awful rival because we were, like I've been in journalism for years and that's what it was like if someone did something similar to you they were like your rivals and oh my god it was really competitive and then I met you and it was like oh I've just met this person who's just like me we've got like matching dogs and everything and it was brilliant wasn't it it was yeah definitely and I just um had I known I would have just been so surprised because I would have just been thinking oh my blog is rubbish and 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 I haven't you know probably hadn't written anything on it for about six months because um you know back then my health was so up and down that I think one year I literally didn't write anything on it you know because I just was not up to doing anything so my journey has been a very long one compared to a lot of people um, who start their small businesses it's been very slow up and down process because of um, ME but um 
I'm quite proud of myself because it is something that I do keep coming back to because I love it whereas a lot of things in my life I've kind of started and never you know it's just fizzled out into the background never to be seen again you know so um yeah so the blog was is something that's kind of kept me going you know along the way (laughs) I keep going back to it so yeah I think as well like we we need to give ourselves a bit of a break like you've just said then you tried a few things that fizzled out like I did I I did the same thing actually and it was doing my blog that led me to do to to be doing what I'm doing now I just I started a blog because I wanted to share stories about my dog and life as a as a pet parent and people who were doing brilliant things and that's what I still do on my blog but it's very neglected um and then it led me down this road but I tried loads of things beforehand like doing social media doing copywriting and it just hadn't worked out but you find the you find what works for you don't you um so I know um you so you had the blog and it was a passion project and then tell us about this I know I know this story and it's really weird when I ask people to share stories that they know I already know but tell us about how how the products how the business grew and how um you know how you went from having a blog to thinking actually I'm going to make things and how that all came about um I think it's it's I don't think I know it started um uh when I kind of um I joined uh I joined a group on Facebook that I can't even remember what it was called, but it had all creatives in it. And it was about kind of um, bringing your creativity and using it and expanding your sort of business or whatever you were doing. And um, I had really um, wanted to get my blog more noticed um, and so I kind of joined this. and basically felt totally out of my depth through it all <laughs> but um I did um, because I love photography as well um I have you know loads and loads of pictures of, of the dogs and and back then I mean I literally just spent all day taking pictures of Barney um and I basically started playing on a uh I don't know like Canva you know I don't know what you call yeah. those packages um, graphic design sort of thing um and took a really cute picture that I had taken of Barney just of his head and um, created it into a Andy Warhol style um, design with the you know the four squares of him in the different colors of yellow pink and uh, Andy Warhol sort of stuff and I put it on my Facebook page just because I used to put everything on my Facebook page back then and um, one of the women who was in the group who were friends with on Facebook she immediately commented and said oh Michelle you should you should put that um, on products and sell it it's really great and uh, she was a proper artist (laughs) and a proper graphic designer so yeah the fact that she said that I was like oh okay <laughs> oh, maybe maybe I should look into it and so that's what I did I started looking into um, basically what's known as um, print on demand um, and um, just because for a small a new business that's doing something like that it's a great way to get a sense of whether anything would work um, without having to buy loads and loads of stock yeah. because you basically upload an image onto uh you know like the all this cafe press red bubble all of these types of websites you just upload the image 
and then you pick what products you'd like it to be on like mugs or tote bags or t-shirts and then you kind of create a little shop within that uh cafe you know the the design package print on and and then you can just start promoting it and see what happens and so that's exactly what I did and um because I had social media um my Instagram page um you know very early on which wasn't actually called scruffy little terrier at the beginning I just used to share all my photography and you know stuff about Barney but I uploaded it on there and I you know have a few border terrier followers and they liked it and it just kind of started from there and I just found that I loved creating designs um um even if I did feel a bit of a fraud because I'm not a graphic designer I don't have any graphic design um, qualifications I literally just do all of mine pretty much by eye and um but um I really enjoy doing it I really enjoy creating the designs and um so it just expanded from there and I just would you know I just slowly started getting sales and so it just ran alongside but on two separate so I had my blog on my own website and then I had my products on um, another website where I had created a little shop um, within that website um, within the print on demand website Um, so it just kind of started that way really and I just just would come up with ideas of designs that I would I would like to wear you know on um on on t-shirts or whatever so that's really how it all started so um yeah and it just continued to sort of trickle up from there okay so you started with some designs and you know I guess just putting stuff out there and seeing if people seeing if people liked it and and yeah and it's one of those brilliant accidental businesses that's don't you know that's really built and really taken off so um how did you go about because I know you do I know you do a lot on Instagram and I love the stuff you do on Instagram you are brilliant at it um but how did you go about kind of building a community because your 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 brand is Scruffy Little Terrier so obviously like you know this which is why we gravitated towards each other because I've mm. with both terrier mums but how did you go about like building your community and growing your business and getting getting Scruffy Little Terrier out there I guess um, I think uh, at the beginning, I didn't really know what I was doing when it came to um, SEO. I had absolutely no clue. And I literally yeah. wrote blogs about, well, the blog first started as being written in Barney's voice. That's how it yeah. first started. Um, and then um, I re- and then I kind of thought, well, I can't, I can't really go very far with this. So I thought, you know what, I'll start just writing about dogs um in general and the things that I'm learning um because I you know this is my first dog um as who my dog rather than we had a family dog but this is the first dog that I was looking after solely and um so I was learning loads and you know um changing the way I did things and you know and when so I would write all about that and um but I would just literally write and not not really think about how any if anyone was reading it even really um I would share it on my Facebook page and that was about it but then um I I slowly started to become aware of 
how if I actually wanted people to read it and actually wanted people to see my products I really needed to start sharing them yeah <laughs> and so so that people could see them so um you know I just slowly started um putting things on my Instagram page and in the early days you know um my Instagram page was you know Barney and then it would be picture of some trees because I'd been out on a walk and I liked the tree <laughs> and then there'd be oh look I've done this design and there was no real there was no real uh it was just stuff that I wanted to show people um, yeah um and a lot of my early followers were you know obviously border terrier other border terrier owners because of Barney um and even though I say myself he was pretty cute <laughs> so um, so and all the funny things that he did so that's it, it slowly started to build that way but um I think I got to about well, probably three years ago now and I was doing quite well on the blog and from you know I thought I was doing quite well on the blog and actually I was getting quite a few sales of all my designs on the print on demand shop that I had but it suddenly dawned on me one day that um, I was actually, if I was putting a product um, that I'd had had one of my designs on, on Instagram, I was actually sending them not to my website. I was actually sending them to the print on demand website. So the traffic, I was getting no traffic to my website because yeah. it was all going to the print on demand <laughs> website. And I thought, this is really not, very clever Michelle <laughs> you want people to go to the website my own website rather so um I sort of started sort of thinking I need to bring the two together and um and also I want it to be more professional um my website when it was just the blog I created my little logo I created I set the whole WooCommerce website up myself blog myself I taught myself WooCommerce WooCommerce sorry WordPress yeah um so I taught myself WordPress I taught myself how to create the blogs how to edit them and you know got everything in the background running so but it was a lot of work and it wasn't really professional and I didn't really feel um I felt proud of what I'd achieved with it but I knew if I wanted to kind of take it forward it it needed better branding a website that worked properly and looked good and to bring the products onto the website rather than sending them off to a print on demand website so that's how it started that's about three years ago yeah but again I think like when we start these things especially when you kind of start something and it happens by accident we are all just muddling our way through aren't we like (laughs) and that's that's the thing isn't it like I was talking to Alison about this. Um, Alison's a graphic designer, and I interviewed her for the podcast um, yesterday. And that will be going out. That'll be going out actually before before this episode. But I was talking to her about the whole personal brand thing and how I found it really uncomfortable to talk about the whole personal brand. And I still do now. I still think, oh my god, I'm not a brand. And people will say, oh no, you are, because I think of like your colour as you and stuff, and you are, and like it's. But, you know, you just think because you're bimbling around doing what you're doing in your house and you just don't think about these things because you think it's you, I, like, I had this thing where like I'm 
I'm not worthy of all of that stuff. And actually, when you do invest in yourself, it makes a massive difference, doesn't it? So you got your website sorted, you got your brand and all the other bits and bobs that we need to do done. And then tell me with them what happened. Um, So, yeah, so brilliant Rosie did my website for me and um, helped me with the branding. I can't, I can't, I've, I didn't find the branding. I've actually enjoyed the branding just because I think it wasn't focused on me. It was yeah. focused on Scruffy Little Terrier. So um, I actually really enjoyed that. And I, I do realise that I just really love that whole design side of things. Um, um, but actually thinking about who my um, niche market was and things like that, I found very difficult because then it kind of makes you oh this is a real business other than this is just something that I do because um you know I enjoy doing it and it's fun and whatever so um I think when my 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 website went live my new um integrated uh online shop website went live I just the 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 small pet business community were so um, so wonderful about it. They were they were just so um, they were just so happy for me, and they just were like, "Wow, this is amazing!" You know, um, and I just felt so proud of it. Um, and uh, you know what what Rosie had created for me um, was exactly what I had envisaged and I just felt I just felt that um, I could start actually putting myself out there um, more because I was I was proud of my website Um, I was proud of what how how I'd had got to where I was at that point you know and I'd I'd done an awful lot of work with researching um, where I was going to get my products from and um it it was just a it was just a great moment but I have to say everybody in the you know in the pet small business world were just fantastic about how you know my website relaunch it was just amazing and so supportive and um so I think it was just being for once being actually really proud of my website that I felt that I could actually say hey come and see my website <laughs> yeah. what I've got um, whereas before I was always a bit kind of um oh yeah yeah I've got a website but oh, do I really want to send people to it yeah it makes a difference doesn't it when you um you know you do you basically like I know it's obviously you're investing you have to spend money on these things but also it's like that's you saying no I'm, I'm taking this stuff seriously and this, yeah. you know, I don't want people listening to think, oh, you know, this is like some big sales pitch for having your website done or like, you know, when I interviewed Alison, it's a sales pitch for graphic design or whatever. It's not about that. It is about giving you the the confidence to put, put your brand out there. And if you want to, you know, if you believe in yourself and you want to put it out there, then these things really, really are, you know, they are important. Um, so it is about like, you know, you have got something to be proud of and you should be proud to put it out there and you should be, you know, telling people about it and all that kind of thing. And 
you know, the fact I love that you talked about people getting behind you and being supportive. Like I was saying earlier about the whole kind of, you know, I've worked in an industry where there was a lot of competition, a lot of rivalry, and this is what I loved. I know there are downsides to the pet industry, and it's not all, you know, dashing through the through the through the flowers or being singing and clapping and being happy like a Disney film. Um, but people do get behind you, and that those people will be other people who sell products and other people who might sell hoodies and things that are like you do but they get behind you and that's really great isn't it yeah so definitely so sorry for going off on one then mm-hmm. <laughs> but um what I wanted to ask you about so I think all of this stuff that you did um this you know investing in what you were doing really wanting to take it to the next level that all kind of coincided with me doing you know me deciding to actually put myself out there and do something and create something and go to the next you know try and do something new um so you came and did my I know you did my very first program didn't you you were like one of my you were like you're one of my lifers (laughs) (laughs) totally which is so so good and I I absolutely love working with you but tell us about um the whole publicity thing and what you felt how you felt at the beginning and when it came to approaching the media oh my goodness well I would never have approached the media and I don't even think I would now had it not been for um, your programme and finding um, you starting your programme that you did, um, I think, was it back in 2019? 2019 it was, yeah, two years ago. Yeah, the Christmas period. Um, So, yeah, two years ago. Um, And um, I joined that. Uh, program because I did want to learn more obviously of how to get PR for free Um, but I think probably one of the first questions I asked Rachel (laughs) was I asked you was what's the difference between PR and marketing (laughs) that's how clueless I was (laughs) what did I say I don't really know (laughs) (laughs) no um, you did tell me that there was a difference (laughs) uh, I actually can't remember now but um, I think I was in the group and I felt really out of out of my depth um um and I was I I basically uh just thought oh, yeah no nobody wants I don't have a story I've got no story nobody wants to hear about um my story of working in a bank since I was 19 <laughs> because everybody hates people working banks um and nobody wants to know um I don't really have very much to tell people I you know I don't have a um I mean, I don't think I have a very interesting um, backstory, so to speak. So I just kind of joined thinking, yeah, no, I don't really have very much to tell in um, PR, sort of the PR world won't really find me very interesting. Um, and I did do the programme and in all honesty, I did I did feel like that through the whole of the programme and especially as some, um, a few, everybody else was having amazing results from the programme and and I just um which was fantastic for them I was really really chuffed for them but I just wasn't quite ready I don't think um mm-hmm. I think right you'll under you'll agree with me that I'm one of your slower burner <laughs> um uh oh gosh what's the word well I think sometimes... members I was definitely you know it took me a while to build up my confidence yeah. to actually um just write a pitch and even um, press the send button and um, and then not panic about it um, 
So I definitely, but I, you know, my husband always says to me, I need to understand things, learn about it um, before and feel comfortable with it before I move forward to doing yeah. it. I'm one of those people that un- needs to really understand and um, otherwise I just don't feel co- confident at all about it. So, um, yeah, I've, I've definitely been a slower student than, than some people, but um, I joined because I really knew that I uh, it was the way that I'm that doing the the program would help me get my get the brand out more and that is what I wanted to do because I think going back to the you know what, what I was saying before I started the blog in 2014 um I looked I came up with the idea of joining the shop together um in the 2018 and then in October 2000 and yeah, it took a while for the blog because it was a very complicated yeah. one to, to come together as the new website and so it's it's but it all that's what the timeline worked for me and how mm-hmm. I was feeling and how my health was and and I think it's we all we can you know there's everybody one thing I've learned is that everybody has a different uh, timeline and yeah. no timeline is right or wrong it's what feels comfortable for the person yeah so definitely. for me I'm a definitely a slow burner on everything is what I'm trying to say short along the short of it so um but I I do know what I need to do but and you know that's why I joined that program with you and also because we'd had a lot of interaction and I felt really um comfortable with you um you've always been so supportive in everything that I've done and um so it I felt like I could join the program and not feel stupid in any of the questions that I asked because I really didn't know anything about PR at all so that's that's how that's why I joined really (laughs) yeah but the thing is so I know you've just said about um like like you say we all work at different paces and we I didn't even you know up until fairly recently when I started working on personal development and all that kind of thing having coaching and all the things that I've tried to do to improve things over the years um I thought that everybody was the same and that everybody you know everyone had the same work personalities and everyone worked at the same speed and and all that kind of thing and it was only like you know we, we as part of because you're in my private coaching group we did the wealth dynamics test didn't we we had Osman Sharif come in and talk about the different um the different superpowers and the different personalities and stuff that was like such an eye-opener for me because I am you know I'm last minute I just dive in and do things straight away without thinking I'm impulsive which is why like I'm always buying things on the internet and and all that whereas you are quite rightly you you consider things and you take things slowly and and that's that's great because actually like you know I'll talk we'll we'll talk about this later anyway but like you know one of the things that you did when we first worked together is where you wrote a wish list and you've chipped away at that and you've recently like in the last few months you've hit some of those massive titles that you really wanted to hit but you didn't just like I you know I work with people they'll send off one pitch and they go oh that doesn't work and then they don't they just think oh well, that's a load of rubbish but then with you 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 made the you did the list you want you knew what where you wanted to go and what you wanted to do 
and then you just worked and you did the work and that's it and that's like I, I love that I think it's brilliant so definitely don't you know whatever pace you work at that's how you work and for me as you know for the people who are in my programs and stuff all I want is that I just want people to know that they're supported and they can come to me and however long it, you know however long they want to take on things that's that's absolutely fine just come to me and get the help which is what you've always done which is brilliant um, and when I see you get these like you know I've read some of the stuff that you've written and some of the some of the articles that you've had published and I've literally been like in tears because I'm so chuffed um, so tell us about the wish list right because again I tell people to do I, I, I tell I feel like a like some awful headmistress but I do encourage people to do the wish list because I know it works so tell us about your wish list what was on it where you've been and like you know what's what that's been what's what that has meant for you yeah I when I when we did the first ever program I really struggled with um, the wish list because I didn't believe that anybody would really want to listen to my story or hear uh, I didn't really have a story um so I just um, put a couple of names down just because we had to do it for the task. Um, but I've actually, I've, I think I've done, I've joined every challenge that you've done, your five day challenge. And each time I've, um, you know, picked different things up from it. And the January one from this year, um, I did the wish list in January um, and I had on it, um some local local newspaper um which is um kent messenger and um kent life magazine i had um your dog um and this is to get my products out but, uh, this is not for my blog because my main focus now is obviously on my online shop rather than my blog um and then um my I think my biggest dream was to be in Coast magazine and I never thought that it would happen because Coast magazine is about the coast <laughs> living on the coast and everything coastal um, but they do have two pages in there that is um, dedicated to dogs and it's called sea dogs um, and so I think back um so that was my very big one on um, and in January that I put it on there. And um, back in maybe May of this year, I I don't even think I told you that I was doing it, but I sent a pitch off to them for my T-shirts. Um, and uh, I left, I didn't hear anything for a week. And I thought, oh, okay. This, I'm so, oh, I wish I was a bit more pessimistic. Uh, not pessimistic. I wish I was more of an upbeat person, not so pessimistic. But I, I kind of thought after seven days, oh, I haven't heard anything. That means they're definitely not interested. They don't like my T-shirts. They don't like my designs. My designs are rubbish. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> hates me. <laughs> Everyone hates me. <laughs> I don't know why I bother. No, no, that's it. I'm going to stop doing this. Um, and that is literally how my brain <laughs> over spills and goes crazy. And um, and then I thought, you know what, Michelle, come on. Just do a little reminder email. Just say, hi, you know, as Rachel says, hi, did you see my email from last week? Um, just wondering if you were interested. And um, lo and behold, um, I got a, an email back. Not replying to that email, 
but it had obviously been forwarded on from the editor to the um, lady that does the I don't can't remember what you call it, that that does the Sea Dog section of the magazine, yeah. saying, "Oh, um, hi, you know, my editor's passed this on to me. Really love your t-shirts and your designs. We'd love to feature you in the August um, Sea Dog section." And I was like well I got that email <laughs> I was running around the kitchen I was, hanging, I, was sh- I was shouting at my husband look look I can't believe this somebody likes my stuff <laughs> um I was just over the moon I really yeah. was it was the biggest thing I mean I had had stuff before like Insider where I talked about you know my ME and I had I did get into Your Dog magazine as well this year, which was another one that I pitched to. So, um, you know, as I said before, I, I am a slow burner. I've, I've started doing your um, program in December 2019. And so it's got to January of this year where I really felt confident enough. And not that I it would bring me to down if I got a rejection that I kind of felt confident enough that I could just you know it wouldn't I wouldn't spiral into this oh everybody hates me kind of thing so um but to get that email from Coast magazine I've read that magazine for years it you know it was my every month I would sit and it was my dream of to be by the sea which obviously we moved two years ago to be by the sea and I still read it because I just love the magazine so to get that email back was the pinnacle for me um and yes yeah, so I was the t-shirts were featured in the August um magazine and then and then totally out of the blue I got another email from the same lady saying actually our editor would love to feature you as the coast character and that is where they do a one page on you um and um they explain a bit about your life and why you moved to the coast and what you do and so I just I I just really dropped down (laughs) in shock when that email came through um because I just still kind of think why would anybody want to do that feature me like that but I'm super proud to say that it's actually in this month's um, Coast Magazine, the December one. Um, And I haven't got, I can't show you it because I haven't actually found one yet. (laughs) So um, hopefully going to find one tomorrow um, because the shops down here don't, the local shops, we don't have a WH Smith or anything. So that really has made my 2000. 21 because yeah. that's that was my massive dream 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 to be on my on, on my on in that magazine and having thought that I would never achieve it with your you know your program and uh you know now in the mastermind program it's really I've got uh, I've done it uh, now I'm kind of thinking oh, what next <laughs> what can I do next <laughs> have a break and have a nice Christmas give yourself a rest where can I be featured next <laughs> yeah but it's also like it does show that this is possible and you don't you know that's I know sorry this is just patch coming in I know you you know I, I talk about this all the time but you don't you can achieve these things on your own and it does take time and persistence and and a bit of grit but it, it does work um 
so tell me about like the impact I don't want you to like I know I say this when I speak to people I don't want you to say oh working with Rachel has done blah 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 and for you to basically you know blow smoke on my backside here at all but do I would like you to say a little bit about like what the what having press coverage and being in big publications what's the impact of that on your business but also on you as well like your your you know what's the impact emotionally because it is it is like you know I get excited for you all and I know that's a really good emotional um really good for me emotionally but like for you guys it's like I don't I don't really know what it's like so I don't get featured in Coast Magazine so tell me about what it's like for your business and what it's like for you um you know personally as well yeah I think for my business it's about getting the brand out there so people recognize Scruffy Little Terrier a bit more um I've been in um on I was actually featured um on the local Kent online I've been featured there twice this year and then was actually on um Kent uh, Messenger TV as well which is online so um it's really weird when people where I live around here, I don't really know a lot of people because obviously we moved and then lockdown happened. Um, but uh, a couple of people have come up to me and said, Oh, I saw you on Kent, Kent, you know, TV. And it's really um, freaks me out a little bit still, you know, and the, the ladies in the post office call me the dog lady now. And, you know, um, so it's, it's the PR working with you was really um, because I realized that I needed to get Scruffy Little Terrier's brand out there more and um, that's why that that's the most important thing to me so that people recognize my designs and and go oh yeah that's Scruffy Little Terrier Um, so it's it's amazing from that point of view and even locally just walking around you know my um, lady so I was in the day the I was in the mail on Sunday not for my business of completely different but a lady stopped and uh was cycling past and went, oh I saw you in the mail on Sunday and then started having a chat and then because they did mention the business started asking me about you know what I did and everything so it's it's really getting the brand out there and and people knowing about that and um you know sales this year compared to last year are better with you know every small business had a couple of had a few slump months this year when we reopened and everything but in general it's better than it was last year so that's that's really good and that's obviously raising the brand and the awareness and everything so um but I think more than anything, doing the program has uh, helped with my confidence. And um, working with you um, is—I uh, think everybody knows that I really love working with you because you really support your um, the people on your program, not just with the PR and the sending out pictures but just in that you just get so excited for us as well when something happens and um and you've really helped to build my confidence to realize that actually I can do this and it's not scary 
and you know just press that send button and so what if you don't hear anything it's not the end of the world you might not be right for that story or that article or that gift guide but it doesn't mean you can't try another gift guide or another article or another story or another you know um, request that comes through um, and and you will be right for that one so the if if you're not right for it it's it's a it's really I've now come to realize it's not personal it's just that your story is not right for that particular article or, or feature so that's really helped because I do take things personally you know um so it's made me it has really just made me much more confident and um to just give it a try and see what happens and not be uh, scared about the rejection because it's really actually not a rejection it's just a, okay no it's not quite right for this so just and to just keep trying and um and 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 from that you just never know who finds you know finds your website and you know suddenly and then you might just get contacted out of the blue for things that you totally weren't expecting but because they found your website and because your website and your brand is and everything you know your social media and your website and it's all on brand then then they contact you so all of these things all come together and all of those things together give you confidence to do it um, but definitely your program has been the biggest confidence boost for me um, I'd never have done anything like this before <laughs> I never would have even considered doing it so um, yeah I mean it's amazing what I've done this year and I actually look back at what what I've achieved I can't actually believe it myself <laughs> so oh no that's so good to hear and thank you for the lovely words that, that you've said there I'm like blushing a little bit but it's, <laughs> it's really lovely to hear so thank you but the other thing I was going to say was like you know you've talked about loads of different things that you do there loads of different moving parts that you get right for you to have the growth that you've had and it's yes publicity is part of that but there's your website there's your social media there's your self-belief there's being in a supportive community there's your, your your designs and believing in your designs and your products and that's really important isn't it and having a having a group of people behind you who are who you know who want you to succeed is really really important isn't it so you've talked about loads of stuff and I know you are really hard on yourself and you're like oh you know catastrophizing sometimes and thinking oh this is rubbish or I'm not good enough and we all have that like we do um and I love that you've been really really honest um and you've talked about it being you know taking your time and and being considered and not being like me like like I'm just just rush into everything like a bull in a china shop but because we're all different aren't we but what I'd love for you to talk about a little bit is um you know what you'd say to anyone who's listening to you who has a blog and a community that they've built and they're like oh I've got this thing what can I do you know I know it will have taken you a lot to build your confidence up to make a design and put it out there and that vulnerable thing that you have when you say does anybody like this that's hard isn't it but what would your advice be to anyone thinking of of doing what you did like back in 2018 and just going for it um what would my advice be I think um to go at your own pace um my pace was obviously a lot uh um 
was actually dictated to quite a lot by my health yeah um so your pace you, whatever you and don't compare yourself to other people so obviously yeah. we do we're not obviously but we we have a lovely community um of small pet businesses and we're all at different stages um and we all do different things some might do some that's quite similar to what you do um but don't compare yourself to other people um and go at the pace that you feel comfortable with um because there's no such thing as an overnight success you know that you've been working on it for years and you know I started my blog in 2014 and you know things have started to happen this year uh, 2021 <laughs> so it's been a long you know, journey for me um everyone hates that word I know but it has it's been a long you know process of bringing all of these things together to get to the point where um I feel comfortable happy proud I've got a network of amazing people who support me who cheerlead me who go yeah go on do it um, press the button or oh I love your design oh I love that who get super excited when I show them my Christmas designs and and make me believe that I can do it so I think it's uh, just um, yeah taking your time doing it at the pace that you feel best at and not comparing you yourself to other people and and find find those find those cheerleaders that um are gonna lift you up when you when you're feeling a bit down because we all do and that's just that's just life you know some things go wrong and we just need you know we know that we've got some people that we can either message or say oh can we have a quick chat and they'll just lift you up again and so the community for me has been really really important really important because they have been um yeah they just they we all lift each other up and and help each other and it's really really nice to 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 be part of that um because it's really helpful when you're working on your own all day to have the community is is very helpful um because it can be quite lonely you know sitting at your desk all day <laughs> so i think it's just not com- i think really not comparing yourself um and and uh, and enjoying it if you don't enjoy it then there's you know there's some bits of it that I don't enjoy and I'm now I now have you know I, I okay, okay I don't really enjoy that bit I'm gonna get someone else to do that bit for me so that I can actually do the bits that I enjoy so um yeah build that network around you so that you're not alone or you know just alone behind your computer all day so yeah. Yeah, I think um a lot of stuff that you said there re- like really resonated because up until 3 years ago really I didn't know that there were communities out there like I joined Janet Murray's program which I know you've been part of as well and um and then I joined her smaller coaching group which was really amazing for my business because beforehand every time I try something new and it didn't work straight away I'd just be like oh that's rubbish I'm rubbish blah 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 whereas when you've got somebody behind you going actually why don't you just try this little tweak and you know you've got people in the group who want who want you to succeed that just gives you the 
it gives you the push to be brave doesn't it and that's half that's like a big battle isn't it when we're on our own I think as well having the community and having being part of your group you you can ask a question or you can put an idea out and having five other different people's viewpoints or how you know is really interesting and to see how you know some people everybody's brain and ideas are completely different and work differently so you you know you'll put a question out and then people and someone will say oh we could maybe do this and you it's not something you've even thought about so to have that support um you know it's it is it is those um, brainstorming sessions that you know they are they're really really helpful because you you can't you know you can get very fixated on something and you think that's the, the only way and the best way to do it. And then someone will just come up with an idea. And I think, wow, I didn't even didn't even think of that. So the community and the definitely the program that, you know, the mastermind program that I'm in with you has has really helped from that point of view of of. Um, and also because when you're on your own, you know, you kind of miss that interaction with people. And although we're not we're not actually in the room with each other but doing the you know the zoom calls and seeing the little you know when you put something out there and seeing how people's faces react is in another interesting way and and that's something that we missed in in 2019 when we couldn't yeah. see people so much so to it just all of those little things help um to 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 just give you to, to give you the confidence and to feel like oh, okay yeah that's maybe not going to work or oh okay I didn't really think of it like that and yeah it just it just gives you different aspects and different angles and you know as you said I'm I'm the more kind of I'm not I wasn't in that uh, I wasn't in the creative level I was more down in the considered need to need to know all the ins and outs of everything yeah. so um you know and as I always call you the ideas <laughs> ideas queen <laughs> Because <laughs> you can give you anything, and you'll come up with a you'll come up with a, an angle for it. Yeah, I think it's but that's the thing, isn't it? Which again, I didn't know. Like our brains just work differently, and and yeah, that's how we work. But also, I think it's really good being in a group where you've got somebody to rein in the me's and the the other create the other creative types who just go flying off doing things, and then actually like you need we literally like need you to pull us back and go. Have you thought about this? Um, so that is actually well I'm just, I was just laughing when you were talking and thinking about the Christmas jumper sharing so Michelle's in my group and we in the in my smaller coaching group and we have a whatsapp group as part of it and like it's pretty busy isn't it which is great but you dropped all your Christmas jumpers in there didn't you the other day and like me and Zoe were literally racing to the checkout to go and buy our eat sleep Christmas treats repeat jumpers because it was so exciting um but I wanted to ask you like what's next for Scruffy Little Terrier we're putting this podcast out it's going to be out on December the looking at my calendar December the 2nd so I've got Christmas coming up tell us about what what you've got going on and what's next for you uh, well Christmas is already started has already started for me um I'm you know my designs are now on I've got two new designs for Christmas which are play on my two of my popular designs eat sleep walk is repeat um is now eat sleep Christmas treats repeat and um you had me at Woof is now you had me at Merry Woofmas so <laughs> they are now on the website my Christmas shop on the website is open I've got 
more things for the dogs as well Christmas treats and bandanas and bow ties and toys which I didn't have last year so um, I've got another new design in the pipeline to 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 launch I'm hoping to do it before the end of the year but you know what I'm like Rachel everything I say my timelines always expand and that's mainly due to my health so it might not be before the end of the year it might be early next year so a couple of new I've got actually quite a lot of designs in my head um, to come for next year and then I think really it is um, just consolidating Um, I'm very conscious of not uh, running before I can walk and stopping and taking stock and just letting things settle for a bit um, before you know racing ahead Um, I think people probably say I'm quite cautious but um, I uh, just very quickly I was um, when I was in my 20s I actually worked with a a small business I did all the admin for that business completely it was a locksmith and um, I did all the admin for it and the the owner won um, Princess Trust of the Year award and you know had investment in his business and he basically just kept charging ahead and kept on buying expensive equipment, kept on buying the latest, you know, vans and everything. And he basically ran his business into bankruptcy because he just wanted more and more and more and more. And um, I'm very, you know, I did say to him, you you, kind of need to stop and just consolidate and let things settle for a little bit. And I mean, this year has just been an amazing year for me from the PR point of view and you know how I've brought on new products and so I just need to just catch a breath and um, you know January will be um, I'll start my search for a new charity of the year Um, and and then I'll also be looking to get some new brand ambassadors as well uh, early start of, of next year so and then hopefully just continue to slowly um, bring on some more brands and create new designs and and get some more PR. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, I've got National Terrier Day. <laughs> yes. The second National Terrier Day in March. Brilliant. So that's that's my first quarter done already. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, let's see you've done your planning now as well, haven't you? Which is always a bonus. Um, you can just yeah. listen back to this podcast and just write some notes. Um, so no, it's really I love what you just said then about like letting things settle and letting things kind of bed in. And I did, I was guilty of being like the locksmith basically. And well, I know when I launched my membership um back not last May, the one before, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is brilliant. This is what's gonna happen next. And I went totally charging off like an idiot. And I then had another launch that that I just made a right mess of basically, because I was just charging around like a lunatic I remember having a going and doing Osman Sharif's program and he really um really helped me to understand the whole letting things settle and just finding your stride which is really really made a difference for me and like you do that naturally so like that's a that's a gift and whereas with me I have to like oh come on just calm down and find it quite hard so um so no it's really really good advice there so we have talked like I feel this has been like just us having a chat and I hope people listening are like uh, Rachel do you realize this is a podcast that you're putting out but um it's been really great talking to you and I love putting you I love 
being able to put your story out there because there is so much to you and you you know I love what you do and I want you know I shout about what you do all the time and I think people need to know more about Michelle which is why we've talked so much um but it's been an absolute joy talking to you and I hope people listening will feel inspired because I know I am um so tell us where people can find out about you and where you hang out on social media where's the best place for people to connect with you um you can find me on all the social media platforms as Scruffy Little Terrier. So on social media, yeah, um, in Instagram, um, Facebook, uh, Twitter, although I'm not really great on Twitter. It's my nemesis, that's for sure. Um, a little bit, I'm, I'm putting my feelers into TikTok at the moment. Um, I know. <laughs> and um, yeah, and my website, Scruffy Little Terrier. So that I... I um, everywhere a scruffy little terrier so very easy to find brilliant okay so i'll put all the links to michelle's social media channels and her website in the show notes as well so you, you can go and um, have a swipe up if you're on an app or go on my website and just scroll down and find um find out where michelle is so it's been brilliant having you on the show thank you so much and i can't wait to see what you do in 2022 then i got the wrong here then um, and yeah thanks so much for all of Thanks for supporting my business as well. It's been, you know, you've been lovely. I love, love, love working with you. Um, and yeah, and I'm really thankful for you getting behind me as much as, as you, you've you said nice things about me. So thank you. Oh, thanks, Rachel. Thank you for having me on. And I hope I haven't bored everyone too much. <laughs> oh my gosh, you totally haven't. <laughs> Talk too much, probably. Thank you <laughs> very much. Oh, it was really great to do. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast. For more free resources and ways to promote yourself as a pet entrepreneur, visit www.publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk.